Okay, uh, hi guys, welcome to the show. Um, so this is a brand new concept of podcasts and there is uh, a group of us who are like-minded individuals uh, who are all incredibly down with this thing that we call hip-hop. Um, we're going to go around quickly and just have a quick introduction um, to tell you a little bit about ourselves. Um, because I've started talking, I'm going to be um, a bit of an ass, and I'm going to actually swivel the mic and give it to my man Didge and let him run up first. Okay, cool. Well, he's already introduced me. My name's Didge. <laughs> so, um, I'm a b-boy from Hereford. If you don't know what a b-boy is, that means a break dancer in uh, simple terms. Um, so, yeah, I've been sort of, I com- competed for years doing all sorts of stuff. Now I just mainly teaching now, but I'm um, just doing my thing in Hereford, just keeping hip-hop alive. That's how we do it. Yeah, boy. Um, I'm the third of the three here. Um, my name's Adam. Uh, I'm not a dancer by any stretch. I'm just a kid who grew up in the countryside with fitted caps on, listening to hip-hop music, uh, like so many other people up and down the country. Um, and it's on. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's big, it's big metal. Sorry, we're just recording the podcast, mate. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll see you in a minute. Cheers, Ez. <laughs> we can cut that out. We'll, so, we'll cut that, we'll cut that, we'll cut that. I'm sorry, it's like, basically, what happened was, I thought that phone call was more important. Than it was, yeah. But it was Mike getting his kit, so... Um, mate, longer. you never know until so you pick up the phone. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'll throw it back to Ed, then. Yeah, sweet. So, yeah, basically, um, my name's Ed... Um, I also go by um, DJ Mr. Bliss, although you can cut the DJ bit off if you want, to be honest. Um, it's a bit sort of... His surname's not Bliss either. No, no. It's a bit <laughs> ironic. Not ironic, it's a bit sort of like... It's frowned upon to put DJ before your name these days. Okay. So, you know, I mean... Who killed that? Me. I mean, I just... I, this is the, the, the picture I get. You don't really see a lot of DJs. Unless they're yeah. from 20, 25 years ago, you're DJ Semtex, uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. But nowadays, it's, it's like, true. you know, one word. It's like Madonna, but not, because it's better. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, so anyway, uh, well, we could talk about that all day otherwise. I am uh, a hip-hop enthusiast. Um, I also am not a break dancer, but I do enjoy the art form, uh, as well as uh, I enjoy the, the other elements of hip-hop as well, graffiti and... Um, Rapping, <laughs> that's the one, and obviously turntablism. Um, and so a few others uh, the, going off what machine was saying. Well, yeah, I mean, Peace, yeah, unity, love and understanding. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're the right? they're the kind of the bits that we kind of brush under the carpet a little bit because they're not quite as exciting, um, but they are important at the same time, especially if you're trying to promote this as being a good thing, a positive yeah. thing. Sorry, we never um, said we were doing that. No, we didn't. No, not at all. Not at all. We're not doing double Dutch either. I'm pretty sure. No, 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 no double dodge. No, no. We're not counting that. Uh, no. Beatboxing, you could put beatboxing yeah, in there. Why isn't beatboxing in there, actually? That's weird, because... Uh, I don't know. Dave Crow killed it. <laughs> Dave Crow. <laughs> Big up Dave Crow, if you are listening. Ruined it, Crow. We love you, baby. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think... Um, I was thinking to myself, like, maybe last night or the night before, 
that maybe I should start beatboxing. And then I had a little go and I realized I was crap, so I stopped. Um, because, it, well, it, man, I don't know, man, maybe, maybe later. It was basically, it's a shitload harder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, it's not as cool and easy as just putting your hands in a cup over your mouth and yeah. spitting bars. No, not, is that what they call it? No, yeah. no. Spitting, no. Or just spitting. Spitting beats. Spitting oh, beats, yeah, that would make more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really not as, in fact, I, if I'm honest with you, it's one of, I think it's one of those skills where, and I, it's probably the same with most art forms, but it's very painfully obvious when it comes to beatboxing that you're really, really crap until you're brilliant. Yeah. And you look like an idiot all the way until you hit the top of that wave. And then, then it's a really cool thing to be able to do. Breaking is big time for that. Yeah. Yeah, you look like a fucking Muppet. And then all of a sudden you look sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's something else that I thought looked quite easy, but it turns out it's not as well. Yeah. But yeah. I found that out years ago. So yeah. <laughs> I've saved myself the indignity of finding out recently. I think two fails in one in one day could have really pushed me over the edge. Um, especially with the way today's gone as well. Um, it's been it's been emotional. Yeah, it's been I've, I've struggled today. I've uh, I felt I, I feel like I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm a, a shell of my former self. To be honest, well, but, I mean you're in a you're in a church. This is yeah. we should make that clear. Yeah. We've got one of the, Didge has one of the coolest rehearsing spaces you're ever going to see. It's yeah. Beautiful old Hereford church, which I'm not even religious. <laughs> like like at all. Like, no, not at all. No, just I'm kind, of kind of the antichrist, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> pray to the altar of hip hop. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you religious? Too, oh, well, I was raised Catholic, but oh. um, so with the, with the rosary beads. Oh, well, the rosary. <laughs> I used to be an old boy. I had the robes on and then my rugby kit on underneath and the robes would go, nice. go straight to rugby training. Keeping it real. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> keep yeah, it real yeah, rugby. yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping yeah. it real rugby, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Was, was that something you were forced into or did, like, by your parents or did no, you be I, like... I wouldn't say forced. Um, but so you made the you know what? It's funny enough, talking to, talking to Machine earlier, because obviously he's come from that southern style and the way they talk, you can draw a line. It's the same with so many black American stand-ups. They've got this rhythm and way of getting the point across. Yeah. It, it sounds like they're up in a pulpit. And it comes, <laughs> I swear to God, from, from that Baptist tradition of uh, going to church down there. And I mean, going into a load of people we'll end up talking about, I'm sure. How many great soul singers have come out of that school? Mm, like, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. God rest her, but Aretha and yeah, everyone Aretha, after. Yeah, yeah. Like, and even if you didn't grow up going to church and could sing in the choir, you grew up around church music yeah. and there is something about that soul and it's something about the message that I think even like in English Catholic churches, they tell good stories. Like that's how they've been keeping oh, yeah. this racket going. Yeah. So they tell very good stories. The Old Testament is pretty, yeah, pretty shit hot with the stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's all they are. I mean, it's not like, I mean, they talk about, you know, thou shall not respect another being as God or something and then there's this whole kind of thing about, sorry, totally lost my flow there, guys. No. Uh, there's this whole thing about, <laughs> you know, thou shalt not lie or whatever. Yeah. Well, the whole, the Bible, I mean, there is no proof that any, I mean, I'm, do you know what? I'm going to stop myself there. <laughs> yeah. <Because laughs> we're, we're, we, we, yeah, 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 let's just, let's, let's, let's trash that. It was garbage. No, no, um, it's exactly what happened when we talked to the machinists. <laughs> like 30 seconds before we were on to like the Oh, line. man. It was, yeah, it was just, yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize. I, well, a little bit, I mean, do you know. It's just, it's, it's one of those, no, I don't really apologise for anything, unapologetically me. Um, I, but you, I mean, there's, it would be a massive step to say that hip-hop artists today have the reach and have the words 
that pastors back in the early 20th century and mid 20th century yeah. used to have. You know, you well, look at DMX, for example. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, all right, you may not agree with his what he's talking about a lot of the time, but you know, the man does. You know, he knows how to preach. Yeah, you know? and the same as. Um, I had a voice for it as well. He's got a head of a voice. <laughs> yeah. He's got a head of a heroin problem as well, to be fair. But, uh, was it heroin or crack or something? Or yeah. I think he's actually in wow. jail at the moment for like fraud, tax evasion or something. That's like, what got him. Don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's the rap that got him. <laughs> like, yeah, you could... He pays taxes all the time. That's what it was. You couldn't well, get well, much well, more well, gangster well, rap well, than that, could you? Yeah, yeah. take that. Uh, My God. At least, you know, like you got, you know, people like Young Jeezy or, or whoever they were. They were getting sent to jail for like, you know, at least driving by, d- driving by, doing a drive. <laughs> <laughs> just, just driving <laughs> by somewhere. Just cruising. Drive through McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Free your life. Oh man. But yeah. yeah, it's, 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 yeah, I think, I mean, DMX is, is a great um, example. But he, in fact, one of his, I forget which album, I think maybe the Grand Champ possibly. Um, and they talk a lot. He talks a lot about, you know, yes and no and yeah. you know other hey, words well, one, one of your favourite guys and well, I think we all love him as well but I know you really love him Chance mm. yeah that's that's, that's like new gospel I mean so yeah, much yeah. of that he, he loves his church yeah, like man. Blessings, praises go up blessings go, come down all right? and another um, he's another one that we were talking about earlier about Lady Leisure how she's become massive yeah. but has put out no um, LP yeah. Chance is another one who he's now he got that through download, wasn't it? Yeah, through on download. was it Tidal? I think. Really? Did he do the, the sure, Jay Z he... thing through Tidal? And yeah, then he's on iTunes now, um, but I'm not sure if it's so on Chance, Spotify. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, it was through Kanye. That's what got his up, right? Um, mm. But then I, I, I had a few albums. No, I had the first time I heard him was as Donny Trumpet. He, oh, really? He got his alias. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, 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 mate. You know, you know, we've got our little WhatsApp group. Yeah. You, you know, you never put, you never put anything. <laughs> in. I mean, like, I feel that that is is fairly, you know, significant. Yeah, I just um, assumed that that it was um, it was knowledge. No, no, you can't, you can't put it in now. It's too late. No, it's, no, I'm just going to double. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to double check the name. That's all. Because it is, a, it is a weird. Because I feel that, like, you know, it's a well-known fact about. Anderson Pack, for example, we all know he he's Breezy Lovejoy, mm. and I didn't until today. Did you not? Genuinely? There we oh, go. Okay. We all, we've well, all learned okay. something. I had That's NX Worries, but I didn't know this is a man of many names. Well, well, yeah, NX I mean, Worries yeah. is him and Knowledge. Knowledge is the producer. Yeah. yeah. So it's them two, when they work together, they go this. Also NX on uh, social media, he's known as uh, Cheeky Andy. I have no idea yeah. why. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I've, 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 I've Googled it because oh, no, I want to know. I'm like, that's, an, that's, the, that's the best handle I've ever seen. Like, on Twitter, but, yeah. yeah, Twitter and, and um, Instagram. Oh, is it? Yeah. Sounds like a kid's presenter, doesn't it? It, it, sounds, <laughs> it sounds cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> cheeky, cheeky. I, um, yeah, I mean, he's just he's just great, Anderson Pat. He just comes across as being... I think if I ever met him, I'd probably want to hug him. Yeah. Because, mm. like, he's just such a nice guy. Yeah. Even though he, like, he raps a little filthy, talks about, you know, girls having grapefruit behinds and, mm. you know, yeah. all that cool stuff. But he's very... He's just a nice dude, like, you know? He, he no, really, yeah, he does come across as being like and that. he looks like he can party, too. Yeah, yeah. You he know he can party. He is always grinning as well, you know, yeah. which I like, too. And maybe yeah. that's where the cheeky bit comes, the cheeky Andy maybe. comes from. Yeah. But then and che- Andy, Anderson, cheeky Andy... Oh, yeah, I got there. Yeah, I kind of... Oh, you got there ahead of me. Okay. Now we're all caught up, and it's it's all good. It's brilliant. Um, I'm just going to go, to be honest, because I I feel like I can't do anything else today. Uh, Um, Just for clarity, and we'll cut maybe a bit of the music in with it, but uh, it's Donny Trumpet and the Social Experiment. 
Who's this now? Oh, Chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is yeah so okay. it is literally the most hipster indie band name I've ever heard, but it's, mm. it's quite cool. And it's well, you say that. However, Anderson Pan's band, Anderson, uh, Anderson, Anderson Pan's. Anderson, Anderson Pan's. That's his other Instagram name. <laughs> his other Instagram name, if you can't find them, Anderson Pan. Cheeky fans. Anderson Pack's band is called the Free National Band. Yeah. And uh, they yeah. are phenomenal. They just yeah, released their first yeah. single. And it's great, and hopefully there's going to be an album coming. Oh, I don't know later this year, possibly. Mm. Uh, I'll send you. I link. Track. I think I'll put it in the. Not. I think I will put it in our Spotify list, yeah. so you can check it out, man. But I think it's on there. I think you. I may have done it already. Then actually, so, yeah. 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 I've had because I was saying I tend to listen to that on shuffle, just because yeah, so I like, yeah. quite like seeing what comes up. Yeah, no, that's fair enough, man. I, I, I think that's a good a good plan. Three um, I just want to as, as well add in as well talking about um, our Spotify playlist. Um, we will, when this goes on, we will put the uh, link in the bottom so you guys can have a look at what we're into at the moment. Yeah. Um, we've. I just want to, you know, put it out there, but uh, basically, you know, kind of send it to Ramoth, Ramoth, Ramesh, 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 Ranganathan, my God. Um, and I, direct, I tweeted him and he was like, yeah, do it. So whether he was just saying it to get me out of his hair, which is fairly, yeah. there's a very good chance it could fan, be that. Fanboy. Yeah, yeah. fan, oh, who's this fanboy? <laughs> um, there is that chance, but hopefully he was like, oh yeah, because I basically said, I'm pretty sure that the collective playlist that myself and Dig and Adam have put together is going to knock your socks off. Also, big up his, his uh, podcast. Yeah, big right? up Hip Hop Saved My Life. Um, we're, podcast, we're, yeah. we're all big fans. It's yeah. uh, it's hilarious and also very informative. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've learned a few things. Although I did find out that Ramesh didn't realise Warren G had actually put out a second album the other day, which I found mm. disturbing, I, yeah. <laughs> I think is the word. Yeah, but still, yeah, sort it out, Ramesh, man, Jesus. But yeah, big up, though, because we're all big fans. We do enjoy it, so keep keep doing it. Um, yeah. yeah, there's and, a genuine uh, love as well. You can tell from him. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Like, he's got. He just loves that culture. Yeah, he's he's weird because you look at him and he's like, yeah, look at me. I'm like, you know, Sri Lankan beard, glasses, lazy eye, and like hip hop. And it's like, yeah, but that's that's the great thing about hip hop because sure it doesn't matter what. Yeah, you know. I'm sure he used to be a teacher. Yeah, he was a math teacher. Yeah, he's a math yeah. teacher. Can you imagine having that guy as your math teacher. Well, the thing is that uh, yes, I can. Great or really dull. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, because the thing is, he walks on. <laughs> have you seen his stand-up show? Like, no. like his stand-up shows. It's on Netflix. It's hilarious. But he walks in and he's like, "All right, so uh, yeah, my kid's a prick." <laughs> and it's just like, who says that? Who starts? Who starts a conversation like that? It's brilliant. And like everything is very much, you know, about sort of like people being pricks and, you know, dickheads and stuff. And it's he just... He calls him fat, himself fat all the time. Yeah, though, yeah fat, like, lazy eye prick. And yeah, he's just, it's so funny, man. I don't know if you've seen it, and it's probably not his finest moment. Uh, in a pretty illustrious career, he seems to be on about 18 TV shows at the moment. But yeah, yeah he's on everything. He, he was on League of, League of Their Own. I love he's that. He's gone as a, a guest and they got him in some lycra. And like, <laughs> no one looks good in lycra. No one. But to be lycra. fair, like the other guys they got in lycra tend to be athletes or at least. Well, Freddie like Freddie Flint Flint and, and Jamie <laughs> Redknapp, right? Yeah. athletes who have done many advertising campaigns. Well, but have you heard him say in his, at the beginning of his podcast? He says this week's podcast is sponsored by Oatly, and he's talking about you know I don't know I don't like to bang on about it, but I'm I'm vegan, you know. Um, he so vegan, he yeah. loves being vegan, but he's yeah. like, oats are, <laughs> oats are great because Oatly basically 25 years ago said, right, we're going to take the oats and we're going to go and make them into milk as opposed to putting them through the cow to make milk first. So it's like, you know, it basically you're not stealing from the cow, which is good. Uh, there was, what was the reason for me? Oh, right, that was it. No idea. Uh, so <laughs> he basically then goes on to say, so yeah, basically uh, I, I, I eat it and I like it and it tastes good and yeah. 
Um, I don't know if that's much of an endorsement though, because I, you know, I don't think people look at me and think I want to look and be like him. <laughs> um, but I, I just, it makes me chuckle every time. And yeah. it's like a minute and a half of him just waffling on about Oakley, obviously, sponsor. But it's just. You've kind of done it too, so. Well, I, I have done his job for him. I, I, feel, I feel that I want to try it. He made me think, do you know what? I want to try some, some. I mean, this might be the first road, first step in a road to Oakley sponsoring our podcast. Yeah, you never know. Go, you never know. I mean, we're not vegan. Shout out to Oakley. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but apart from that, yeah. Send us some Oatly and we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give it a we'll bash. Give it a yeah. bash and see yeah. what's what. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, and apparently they do it in 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 in, um, <laughs> <laughs> in skinny, in semi, and um, that well, sounds. I want to look like Romesh, though. So. Well, well, yeah. I mean, you're almost there with the beard. Yeah, yeah, you just yeah, need yeah, a lazy yeah. eye, and That's you know. It. Well, maybe a thicker beard because it's you know it's not actually that. Adam's. No, 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 no. We're all actually down a bit today. Yeah. It's for podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Should we wind this? Yeah. Okay, let's... Uh... So, guys, just introducing B-Boy Machine to the show. Yo, what's up? This guy is a living legend of the B-Boy scene. We're, uh, we're really excited to get some questions in with him. No doubt. And see what, see what he's got to say. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I can... Um... Music-wise, I know you said out there earlier that uh, like every move's been done. Right. You know, there's no old school. Everything's been done. It's just the take on something. Right. So you take on hip hop at the moment, music-wise, rap. Where do you see it? Would you like? What don't you like? There's plenty that you don't like. I think one of the worst things, and I was just, I was honestly discussing this last night. I think one of the worst things that we do now in hip hop is downplay somebody else's approach to hip-hop. Um, most of the time when you're watching these social media outlets or you're watching these, broadcast, these, these broadcasts or whatever y'all doing now, these interviews and stuff and everything, they, we're looking for the mess up in somebody's hip-hop story or their journey, you know, where personally it's disrespectful to the next person because everybody that ended up getting in hip-hop just like how we were born on earth, had a different approach at it. Yeah. But yet, we're always sitting back and waiting for, oh, that ain't right. Oh, that, is, that, that year ain't right. Oh, he wasn't there at that party. Oh, he didn't know nothing about that. Da -da 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 -da. That's all we're waiting on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... Do you get that in dance culture as Oh, man, well? you get that in everything in hip-hop. Yeah. Every single element. Either it be rap, whether it be graffiti, whether it be breaking, whether it be any, uh, be um, DJing, it, it, you, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it in every single element of hip hop. And that's what I say to me personally, you know, where do we draw the line? Where do we draw the line to understand for ourselves, not necessarily for the culture, but for ourselves, because if we know this ourselves for each other, then we will be helping the culture in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, where does that humbleness start for anybody? Just, you, you, know? Think, you know, like between YouTube and the comment sections mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. like that, it just turns up the volume on all of that as I well. I think a lot of that stuff, yeah. Always, I think, always, you know, but, I don't know, but. The, 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 I, I say this, you, it, one of the biggest things that we're dealing with right now in America is racism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You keep turning up the volume on racism, it constantly keeps going. But, who has control on racism? You, me, you, me, anybody else that's standing around to make that change about themselves. You know, we keep constantly talking about like racism like it's outside on, on the doorstep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's knocking up on your door, you know, constantly. You know what I'm saying? And asking for money. It's yeah. not. 
So is this somebody turning up the volume just like somebody that don't know about what you're saying on YouTube or anything like that? When you're not doing and you're letting the volume turn up and you're letting the volume keep going up, eventually, yeah, it would annoy anybody. Where do you think, uh, so like American music culture, moment, rap culture, where do you think that sits with? Because there is it's such a divided country right rap, now. The same rap, time, cult, some... rap culture really right now is only one element of hip hop. That's what people fail to realize. Yeah. Everybody keeps focusing on one element of hip hop because it keeps making billions of dollars. But that's not everything in hip hop. What's rich? What's rich to you? Because me having a bunch of money could be just as poor. Yeah. You know? But enrichment and richness is come from yourself and self being a knowing self. Knowing self-knowledge is the biggest wealth in the world. There's, there's that old saying in hip-hop that says, I'd rather be broke together. Nobody in hip-hop would rather be broke, man. What you no, talking no, no, about? No, 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 but listen, no. But what I'm saying is, but broke together. So if you're in a no, community... No, nobody want to be broke together. No one, <laughs> <laughs> but my, my point is, though, that, that, that there is a lot of people out there, a lot of rappers, especially British rappers, mm -hmm. And they do, they make music. Yes, they need to pay their mortgages right, and bills, right, whatever, but right. they're doing it because they love music. Well, because that is the absolute, all they're about. I'll tell you the absolute truth. The people that rap from London struggle ain't the same as the people that no, rap in the States. Of course it's not. No. It's just really not. That's what other people, that's what I'm saying. The approach. We all go back to the approach of how we got into hip hop. Some people might be sitting in a castle somewhere with Buku kind of cash, but he still knows hip hop because he took the time to learn. Yeah. So do we take that away from him? No. Because he has some money? What about the brokest dude that's standing there don't know well, shit about hip hop? It depends totally what you talk about, you. right? If you're talking your your stories, you're talking about you and you, how you, you, you see hip hop, then that's great. Right. I'm guessing you don't want him talking about something else. But vice versa, this right? is what I'm saying. The richest man on the mountain can actually have all the knowledge about hip hop. And yet the dude on the ground can be, he'd be around it every day, all day, and still don't know nothing about what he's <laughs> doing right now. Yeah. That's the point I'm trying to make right now. It's not gonna really matter where this thing is. It's who's actually giving the information and who is actually right about it. Yeah. But the approaches about both of them loving the same thing is the same way that we're getting here. How many you know, religions all bow their head before they actually come in play? Everybody. Uh, yeah. Every single religion bows their head before prayer. I wasn't sure it was a trick question. I didn't want to jump in and stand That's all right. <laughs> There's some questions you ain't gonna have answers to, same <laughs> vice versa, you know what I'm saying? But in this moment right now, I'm the one that's holding those answers. At this moment, by how many different religions actually bow their head when they actually are praying? Every one of them. They're all praying to one God, but everybody got a different approach of how they think they know him. Or she, or he, or it, or what, or whatever. Everybody does. Yeah. All you wrong. How? I'm only wrong when I only tell you you're wrong. That's when I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When it doesn't totally make sense, but if somebody's sitting there trying to give their story about how they're actually on their journey, I have to sit there and I have to, I'm made, I have to listen. Were you always this then? No. No. No, man. No, man. Life, life will change you. Yeah. Life definitely will change you. Taking risk in life will definitely change you. Like uh, one of my biggest inspirations right now is Will Smith. Will Smith is one of my biggest inspirations right now. Fail big. Fail big. Because that's where all the learning is. It's not in making yourself better and getting good all the time. I would not be as good as I am if I didn't fail big. I fail big in my life, man. Huge things in my life, man, that I won't even say on camera. But from that learning experience has made me solid. 
has made me stronger, made me stronger to God, stronger to Allah. It helped me be those people. So no, I wasn't this sinful. You know, it's taken time. I've had to chisel at my body to make this craft. I can, you know? how, how, as an artist, how does that change how you get in the, you know, you get on the floor, oh or you get in the gym, God. you train. It just makes me, it, it makes place. me more humble. Not even the fact of how it changes, it just makes you more humble. It makes you appreciate it. Yeah. It makes you appreciate yeah. the dance, man. When you get something taken away from you that you really, 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 really love, and I ain't talking about a person, I'm talking about what your passion is of you. Imagine if you were stripped from it. That one thing that no, you know you can go somewhere by yourself and just be yourself by yourself. And you get it stripped. And now you're trying to work back to get to it. You know what I'm saying? It will, you're gonna see so much of a different journey of who you are. And then when you get to that point, you're never gonna wanna lose it again. You're gonna be humble enough to actually get up and ask and pray to God, thank you. Thank you for putting me back here. Thank you, cause you didn't have to. Could be that wino out on the corner right now. You know? Yeah. And I never forget that now. I just don't forget that now. Don't yeah. try to forget about the people that's helped me get through those things. Yeah. Real people that helped me get through those things. Yeah. Don't forget no, that. No, I never forget this. So far, but yeah. if I don't never if I don't I can't never forget myself if I'm thinking about you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I can't think I can't do that if I'm thinking about, you know, the next person that has helped me. Because I'm always thinking about, I'm thinking about me all the time, but how I project myself on the people is one of the biggest things I think. Yeah. You know. Out of, just to spin on the music quickly. Um, we jumped into a boatload of different things. That we yeah, even yeah, yeah, I went, I went off. off. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, you know, I, got, I, got, I just, I got, a, I got a real yeah. quick question. Right? Yes, please. Is there anybody that you're really feeling right now, uh, US or UK music wise, as well, specifically in the hip hop scene? Oh, Skepta, scene? Skepta, big time. Okay. Yeah, Skepta is one of my, one of, uh, one of my favorite songs right now, and I'm not even gonna lie, it's Skepta and ASAP Rocky right now. Mm. That like that song bangs so bad, and I know they don't play it in the states. You ain't gonna get that song out in LA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's like a London and New York song, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I really like that song. The, the, the um, crossover from going, I've, I've seen a lot of UK artists yeah. go to New York yeah, and yeah. smash it. What's the, what's the one the West girl? Coast. What, what's her one girl? One girl I hear, uh, brush your teeth. Duh, Lady duh, Leisure. Duh. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick, man. Goes hard. Yeah. Goes hard. He's like one of the bangers out here in London, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she can travel to New York and come back and forth, you know what I'm saying? And you know what? She's yeah. not even put an actual LP out. A Never. No, no. It's madness. Exactly. Can't exactly. get over my and she's, yeah, she's one of the, yeah. All those are just one, those are one, just hits, hit, yeah, hit, yeah. hit, yeah. hit. So that dude that be talking, that dude, 69 dude, that's from New, New York or whatever, the newcomer that got all them hits on the hit on the radio with the rainbow hair, what's his oh, name? Oh, yeah. Uh, what's his name, y'all can say it? Six, nine. Six, six, six nine, nine. right? He ain't the first one to do that. <laughs> he ain't the first one to be on, on Billboard Toss and just drop hit, 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 no. hit, 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 hit. You know what I'm saying? He's not the first one to do that. Yeah. No. Well, so it's just famous at it. He's famous at it though, yeah. right now. So, in terms of, in terms of the UK scene, how how like do you go to do you go to like rap shows and stuff? I don't go out no more. Nah, I don't have time. Nah. I, I, in I, terms I, of radio, no, no, then no. maybe. No, I'm being how, honest with you. If I if it was anything that I and I'm being honest with you, I don't really go out too much no more. I don't have time to really go out and be spending money and twenty five dollars on drinks that I know I can just go buy for ten. You know what I'm saying? Being totally honest with you, just keep yeah. it one hundred. Yeah, yeah. But being honest with you. Um, one of the biggest things that I really, really would love to start going back to, so when I start going back out again, is 
the uh, the spoken word battles, like okay, URL yeah. and Smack and all those, because I know they have them here in London too. Mm, but sure. the spoken word battles and you know the, the open mic battles that they have with no music, I love those. Yeah, I love those, man. I love to hear about concept metaphors and breakdowns. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. gun, and shotgun glasses of metaphors. Is it, um, I love that. I mean, is, is it don't flop? Yeah, don't flop. They got don't flop and everything. Uh, Lord of the mics and yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's still like in that you know that you one of the people that started that was URL and the smack, the smack battles and everything like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like conceited came from there. Daylight. You know what I'm saying? Just to name a few people that I've known from there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, that's what I really like. I like sitting down and being something that makes me think necessarily just somebody trying to tell me you should get up and dance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I know obviously you got you got to go back to London. I got personally one quick question no problem that I'd like to hit you with man it's an important one as well brace go, yourself go, go, go. so we're all massive Anderson Pack fans mm -hmm. uh -oh. I wondered I wondered if you were aware of Anderson Pack oh yes <laughs> yes man how many albums do you have in here what's your favorite Everything. album uh, then right. I ain't gotta say no more. Every yeah, everything. I heard you playing done, when I came in when yeah. you was playing window tent. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. But can I ask you something even deeper than that? Do uh, you think Anderson Pack and Kendrick Lamar have the same voice? Um, no, I don't personally. Got, like, I think voices, that. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't agree. I don't agree. I think. Do you know that, both of them can sound the same on a track yeah. now, though, right? Oh, I've but heard. Pack is a little. He's a little lighter. Oh no, he is definitely. That's because he got that R and B. Mm. He got that R and B side. And he's an all rounder because he raps, oh, he sings, man, he produces. Oh man, he can do everything. Yeah. Man, I got put on the Anderson Pack when I didn't even know I was being put on the Anderson Pack. That's how <laughs> I ended up getting on with him. Yeah. Like seriously, yeah. I'll never forget. About two years ago, I was working in Universal Studios. And I'm sitting back and I'm listening to the Dre album. You know, the that's Compton what, that's, album. That's exactly what I heard of first. Yeah, likewise, man. I'm like, who is this guy? I was straight who on Google to find him out. And album. I went and found, like, who is Anderson Pack? And all this stuff, I felt like an idiot. And Breezy Lovejoy is Breezy Lovejoy, oh, man. Oh, my God. Well. So much love for all those guys he works yeah. with, like Louis Fel oh, uh, Lou Phelps. Wow. And, oh, man. God. That's my favorite album I just listened to coming up here, the Yes Lord album. Yeah, we were just, yeah, about, yeah. just about to say, oh, yeah, and NX Warriors, man, oh. can't be it. Yes. Can't be it. Yes, loud. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So, yes, man, you've made my day saying that oh, because, bro. like, I, I can't we, imagine. You, 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 if you, if you, I put it like this, if you're listening to Anderson Pack, and I say this to the world, if you're listening to Anderson Pack, you're listening to a modern day version of Luther Vandross, yeah. you know, Marvin Gaye, you know, people that's going to tell it like it is, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to speak that R&B, but they can still put that art, they can put that sh to the yeah definitely that for the street you know you put the street yeah you can hear it like I love the ruggedness in his voice yeah. Yeah. you know what I'm saying like that misses out of R&B everybody trying to hit the high note yeah man forget the high note I'm trying to tell you how I feel I, yeah. he's, he's had his own road as well definitely. that's yeah. what I'm saying yeah that was yeah. come to the Come yes. to it late as well. Come yes. to success late. Yes. You, you, you wanna. Ah, you wanna yell at somebody because you're trying to push through the yeah. doors, man. I, I, you know? I, I spend a lot of time annoying lots of people, my family members, my friends, <laughs> who aren't necessarily hip hop fans. I'm just saying, you need to listen to this, you need to listen to this. Yeah. I can't help but do that because I believe in what he does so much. I, nice. I love the music that he makes That's so much. That's good, man. It's and, the, you know, I'll be honest with you, you don't get to hear, number one, I'll tell you this. There's so many artists, and I'll say this and it'll be the last thing I'll tell you, there's so many artists, and this even goes for the b-boy world, so many, you have to look back 30 years ago and remember, over half of you guys weren't even in existence, even myself. It was like maybe even 12, 13 guys that got to travel the world and talk about breaking, and breaking and what it was like. There weren't too many guys doing it. Same thing in hip-hop. 
rappers, DJs, graph writers, there was only a handful that got to go and teach. And the best way you could hang on to it was how you got the information, but you had to go dig for it. But now it's just given to you. Yeah. Silver platter. Internet's a, a gift and a curse, isn't it? You know, it's, <laughs> it's a double-edged score, yeah. sword at the most of the time. Yeah. You know, but it's on and how you use information. That's one of the biggest things. You know, you will never be the best until you know the information of how to be the best. Always remember that. Always, in every element. Another thing I tell you before I leave, get at least two elements under your belt. So then when you actually get writer's block in one of them, you can jump to the other one to come back to the other one. Yeah, that's good, I love that. Everybody in the hood always had two elements of hip hop under them. We all knew how to draw, we all knew how to rap, we knew how to dance, we knew something. Even if you don't break, hip hop is still dancing. Yeah. It's still an element. The knowledge as well of, of hip hop, isn't it? Unity and having fun. <laughs> All right, peace, unity, having fun, and getting along. Okay, the four elements. Anybody know what hip hop means in the room? Probably should. But... <laughs> what's, the, what's the abbreviation for hip hop? The abbreviation. H H. What's the abbreviation? Was that a bad face or a good one? What's the, abbrevi <laughs> what's, the, what's the abbreviation words for hip-hop? Hip-hop means something. People don't even know what hip-hop means. Go to my Instagram and find the clip. It's a slow-motion clip of me doing a, ha a halo, and I abbreviate hip-hop for you, and I give you the meaning of what hip-hop is. Okay. What's, uh, what's, serious. What's, your, what's your Insta? The B-Boy Machine. The B-Boy Machine, And yeah. IG. So yeah, make sure you check follow. out. Please follow, yes, yeah, please check follow, it out. definitely, please check it out, you know? But definitely, I got one clip, and I'm in there, and I'm doing a slow-mo head spin. But I I show people what the name, that's, we have to learn now, these people and me and your age really right now, that we are the gatekeepers of what kids need to know about yeah, information. Definitely. In the right way, in the right times. Like how you're actually coming here, and you've actually got these kids here, and you're taking you're taking initiative. Moy in Texas taking initiative. Tone and I and Ioman that they're taking initiative. Sweet and everybody that's up there, that's up north. Rugged's crew in their dance studio. You know, beat, you know, Storm with his dance studio. Crazy Legs and his and his information that he knows from New York. You know what I'm saying? These are information key holders. Definitely. But I, they I, they know how to. I'm sorry, but they know how to actually drop knowledge and put knowledge in the places that they know people would would pay attention. Not necessarily where the commercial shit is actually happening. I, I really like the fact that when you're teaching the kids today, uh, you make it a point to empower them yes. in the way that you teach them. Yes. And I think that's really important because yes. a lot of teachers aren't able to really do that. No. And the way that you like, you make sure that they, they, they're aware of what they're doing. No, that wasn't quite right. Just go back and practice it again. But don't make them feel like they've messed up like, and they can never do it ever again. No. You're giving them the, the, didn't you the skills see, didn't to... Didn't you see one of the guys I totally started? He messed yeah. up so bad, I told him to go back in the line. He lost his line. Well, what did you do today? What did you do? You came right back around and was like, no, nah, that ain't how I'm supposed to do that. I ain't going to give up that easy. I can stand in line if I want to, yeah. but I can go back out there and I can try again. That's the kind of mentality I want to get out of these so kids. They definitely, you know? I mean, the, the both, obviously we've got, um, we've got Machine's wife here as well. Hi. And I noticed that you, you stepped out and there was, a, there was a couple of girls and you brought them in and were like, come on, you can do this. Oh, yes, and I'm yes. like, I'm all, we're all about that. That's, that's really, really great to see, um, you know, so for, fair play to definitely, you guys. Definitely, And that's Thank one of the biggest that. things. No man is not strong without a strong woman. Definitely. Always remember that. 
Straight up, you know? That's why sometimes if you ever see, what did Jada Pika say sometimes? He said, the reason why I don't stand next to my man most of the time is because I'm standing behind him because he don't look behind himself. So that's how his eyes behind him. Just Hello? as much as yep. that, because I stand behind my man just as much as I stand next to him. Vice versa. Straight up. Nice one. Well, Machine, it's been awesome, man. Thank you ever so much for coming down. Definitely. Thank and, uh, you for having until me. the next time. Yes. Yeah, thank yes. you. Yes. Thanks Definitely, so much, man. guys. Anytime, anytime, man. Right, right. we're out, guys. Like we'll catch you later. Again, Peace. Man. Follow me, hit me up, man. Y'all know where I am. Definitely. Okay, so. What are our expectations from the Action Bronson uh, album that comes out tonight? It to be good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's a given. It's going to be fire. Um, I, I, I really think that if it's not fire, I'll eat my sock. Because I don't wear it. I would say hat, but I don't wear a hat. But I think it's going to be great. Um, and looking what, at... What's, what's great? at the moment for uh, where is he at the moment Where's, where would a great album be I think his like his career is, is it's going it's going from strength to strength you know he's yeah. he's doing he's got the TV shows um, I watched something the other day actually on Vice called Most Expensive which is produced uh, presented by Two Chains yes. who is the worst presenter I've ever seen <laughs> luckily Action Bronson came in because they were talking about expensive steak the is it not Kobe beef um uh, Wagyu beef. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. And they were saying, like yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and he was saying, <laughs> I was, this guy was like, I was the first uh, DJ um, chef in New York to bring it to to the, to the to America. Yeah. Uh, and it's like X amount per slice or you know per by the weight or whatever. Yeah. And he, yeah, actually Bronson was there, and like you know he kind of like holds his beard. Yeah. Like yeah, when he yeah. eats, he kind of holds it back, and he's just like when it's oh, good. Like that's well, the yeah, yeah. and then the yeah, does the yeah, the shake afterwards, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and so yeah, anyway, I've, I've, I've digressed a little bit, but he was really funny on that, uh, as of course, because he just is without really sort of having to try, really, isn't he? Yeah, um, I mean, like we've all watched Fuck That's Delicious, yeah, yeah, uh, great show. The book is is really good too. Um, I think that, like, and it comes across on his buzz that it's a throw, it's one of the reasons I love it, it's that throwback brag rap where he's funny he can get you laughing the beats are so good and it's just oh it's just feel good it's just feel good rap music as well really. yeah I think it's like you can see they're, they're all like they're all good buddies as well because he had another show I don't know if you've seen it called the Untitled Action Bronson Show yep. yeah I don't know if you've seen that I've no seen that. It's, it's, it's basically him in a kitchen and it's, it's great. It's like there's no nobody scripted that at all. Yeah. Apart from the guests coming on, there's no script. They have a band right in the corner. Yeah, called. Oh, they got a really cool name. Um, Maybe I have seen this. It's they have all kinds of people. You had like Ronnie Coleman on there, like the, the Mr. Olympia guy, <laughs> and who's like nowhere near the size that he was. Like he used to be like humongous, and he's just this shriveled little man now, really. <laughs> um, and he didn't really say a great deal. He bought some protein powder for Action Bronson and. Which I felt was a random kind of gift, um, but you know, hey, whatever. Yeah, um, cool. But yeah, he has great guests on there. Like he's had. Do you remember? Do you remember Friends? Yeah, the TV show. Of course, and there's an episode. Yeah, of course. There's an episode <laughs> or several episodes where Phoebe dates a guy who is a cop. Yeah. And Joey has the meatball sub in the back of the car. And he's like, "Hey, Joey, is that the is that the sub with the meatballs and the cheese and the sauce?" Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, you can eat that in here. Um, whoever that guy, whatever his name yeah. is, he's got a podcast. 
I can't remember what his name is, but he's got a podcast. Is it Michael something? Yeah. I think it's Michael. He's in loads of stuff. He's in he's in Friday, next Friday. He delivers a parcel randomly. And he's like, blah, 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 Rancho Cucamonga, something <laughs> other, like parcel he's delivery like service. He's to New York, right? Oh, massively. So, uh, as a character actor. He's, he's, in, he's in a really funny show on uh, Netflix called A Typical about an autistic kid. And there's his mum and the dad and this Michael guy plays the dad and there's a sister. And they're very like sort of, um, I don't know, his character's completely different in that because he's quite nice, but usually he's like this roughneck, ruffian, New York, Brooklyn guy. Does, but his, yeah. does his album drop tomorrow night as well? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's where I was going with it, man. No, he's, but he's on, he's on Action Bronson's Untitled Show um, and it, it's really funny because he comes in and they do some chefy stuff and... Um, so you like, know. I think we'd all, like, he's one of those guys, everyone wants to go for a beer with, you want to go eat with him, you want to hang out, but as, as a rapper... Where, where do you think he is in the game at the moment? Because I see him as a bit of an outsider. Like, I don't think he, yeah, like, he is an yeah. outsider. He's never in that conversation. He ain't going to be on the charts time. anytime soon. No. But that's a good thing. So I looked this week and Blue Chip 7000 only placed something like 50th in the, the American albums chart. Out, what's it? Out of, seven, out of 100, isn't it? Billboard oh, top one. Like, oh, it's, it's, yeah, it's 200, actually. But, but 50 just seemed crazy low for me. The thing is, right, exciting guys, I, think. I think a lot of people know Action Bronson for Fuck That's Delicious rather than him being a rapper. Like, mm. it's been around for a while, the show, the con- not the concept, the actual show, but it's like, I guess, I guess people sort of, I guess, I guess, uh, I guess people sort of think about him being a foodie guy rather than a rapper sometimes. Yeah. Because that's what he became famous for first, because... To begin with, he was just putting out mixtapes and like EP, uh, yeah, EPs rather than actual whole albums. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel. What, what about you? Because you're not skeptic, but like you'd be not a skeptic. Sorry, yeah, come in, come in, brother, come in. In the pyramid of current artists. He's in. He's. Whose level he's is deep on? in the pool? So um, yeah, he's not like <laughs> he's not. So if there's tears, right? We've got yeah, K Dot yeah, at yeah, the yeah. top, right? That's K-Dot's undisputed. Right you mean Jay Dilla? <laughs> <laughs> so, should we explain this? Um, so, the other night we were having a conversation through uh, our little group chat yeah. that Adam Love obviously chat. loves because he loves a group chat. <laughs> um, Love you, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was talking about K Dot being on uh, the new pack track. Um, tints. That's Anderson Pack, not Two Pack, by the Anderson way. Anderson Pack. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, I, uh, so Ed then got mixed up with who K Dot was and was really confused. Going, what K Dot produced it? And we we're like, what, what? What's this guy on? What's Confusion going? level was like yeah, one million percent. It was. And yeah. It turns out he thought K Dot was Jay Diller, and was like. Isn't K Dot dead? <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good moment for my hip hop uh, yeah. career. No. But as well as that, we we're talking about Pac, and he also <laughs> thought we were talking about Tupac. So, uh, yeah, it's... I have no idea why. We, we must have, weird. We must have been weird. talking about Biggie to begin with, and I just assumed Possibly. that... Possibly. I can't... I can't... I mean, I'm just... I mean, I'm, I'm throwing that lifeline out there because, you know, I have nothing else to cling to. Um, I really <laughs> did... church you're forgiven. I, I, thank you, man. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I did. I got... I, I held my whole my hands up. I got mixed up between uh, between K-Dot and Jay Diller. And also, um, what, what what's the other name that... Uh, Kendrick goes under um, Kung Fu Kenny, Kung Fu Kenny. Oh, Kung Fu Kenny. and it's, ob- it's all over the damn album yeah. and it, was, it wasn't yeah. until you pointed that out and I was like 
Oh, right. That's because I was just for some reason just it just escaped me. It's the man what? of many nicknames. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. the man. And it, yeah. it was enough to confuse me. And usually I'm I'm pretty you know I'm pretty good with that especially kind of stuff, Kendrick. especially yeah, with Kendrick. Yeah. With Kendrick in general. But uh, yeah, so that's that's where the, the the joke comes from there. Anyway, right. So. so is he the best white rapper out there at the moment? For me, Bronson. I think personally, for me, he is definitely. Yeah. I never liked. Are we, are we saying? Sorry, are we saying uh, general, like just in the US or worldwide? Take it how you want it. Because yeah. there's a couple of white rappers in this country who who I kill love, it. I love Ocean. I think Ocean. He's not white. He's kind of white. <laughs> I'm pretty sure <laughs> that he probably wouldn't describe himself wouldn't describe himself as being white. When I saw him, I thought he's white. <laughs> when I saw so. him, well, when I've when I've met him on, on the several occasions I've met him, he is definitely not. I've not thought there goes a white man. Well, no, that wasn't my first thought when I saw it. <laughs> I mean, he's light, he, he's light skinned for sure. Yeah. But I don't think he's I don't think he's white. So at all, man. As a white rapper, then. I think he'll hear this and he'll hate you before he's <laughs> even met Possibly. you. Possibly. <laughs> um, but no. I am, I am giving him a lot of love as well. I'm saying I love him. You, I know you're a big fan of him. Yeah. I just thought he was white. <laughs> That's fair enough. I mean, maybe in the you know. I'm so close to dropping uh, a line from Drake's Nonstop, which I can't say on a podcast right now. <laughs> I, the three white guys. I feel that you. Sh- what? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh okay. goodness! For me, Bronson's the best white guy doing it. I have him on the pyramid. Probably, he's not, obviously not like for me. K dots alone at the top, and then there's probably three or four artists just below that. I have him on the third. Tier. So, sorry, you're putting Kendrick as your as your top in the game at the moment. Wow! Yeah, like, I'm, Whoa! I'm, I'm right there with you, guys. I'm not there. Only because I'm not talking about body of work. I'm talking about. Hottest game in it, hottest in the game right now. For me, no one's doing, no one's at their peak like he's at his peak and his peak at the moment. But is he really though? Because I mean, like the last album he put out was Damn, which was now. And it, oh, don't get me wrong, right, great okay, album. No, this is an interesting point, God. But it, how long ago was that album? What, eighteen months? It was a while. At least. I mean, the only the, the only kind of no, notable thing he's done really since then. He's featured on a shitload. Yeah, but it's the only thing he's done that I've actually <laughs> thought, hey, this is fire, is Tints. Yeah, I wasn't blown away by Black Panther. Uh, now, see the Black Panther soundtrack. There's some there's some bangers on it. Excuse me, the film it, uh, is. We'll get to that another day. Um, I've yeah. not watched the film. The film I've is good. The soundtrack. I've not watched the film. Yet. The soundtrack is good as well, but we the film do a Black is. Episode, we could. We, we. You know what? There's that much hip hop on that album. We really I'll, could. I'll watch we'll watch the, the film, film and then we'll talk. It yeah, I'll we'll have a little. Yeah, we'll have a little popcorn night and yeah. yeah <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I know. You, I, don't get me wrong, guys. I, I love. Um, Kendrick. Okay. If and, it's not Kendrick, who is it? Well, you see, that itself leads to another kind of mm, I don't want, I don't I, just, I mean I don't want to upset ah, you guys on, okay because the there's a few there's a few artists at the moment who are really floating my boat yeah um one of which I'm just going to check on his name on my phone because I've actually forgotten Jay Diller uh it's it's no no it's, it's not it. Jay Diller um it's it's a guy called Taylor Bennett and Taylor Bennett is I've added a few a few songs on the playlist because uh, Taylor Bennett is basically he is immense. Yeah. Um, you can listen to this playlist on the link on our you can, yes, website. Yes, you can, yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, he's just so good. He's like, 
I don't know, like for me, I'm not saying, I mean, the thing is, if you guys listen to him, and you'd be like, yeah, he's not as good as Kendrick. No, maybe he's not as skilled as Kendrick, but his delivery, his timing, what he's talking about, for me personally, I'm like, I'd much rather, why are you looking at me squinted he's, eyes? He's not there with Kendrick. You, he's you, not there with Kendrick. I mean, <laughs> I believe Kendrick's already up in the conversation. Not saying he's the greatest MC ever, but I think he's moved into that conversation. I think if you were to have that chat, probably generation by generation, but I, I think he's in that conversation. He needs a couple more albums and like, maybe a couple of more definitive singles as well, but I think he's, he's edged closer. To the, the problem is that I'm a bit of a dickhead. And I, I like controversy. I like yep. to be that guy who says, Mm-mm, that may be a red table, but it's not red. So what do you need, what, right, so what do you need from Kendrick for him to so, take that, that belt? I think what I need from Kendrick is I need, a, I need an, a, another album. And I need that album to be, I need to hear some, I want to hear some Compton. I want to hear, I want to hear the streets in his music. I want to yep. hear that gangster rap. Because I know he's got that in him. What's your favourite album? Your favourite Kendrick album? Uh, favourite Kendrick album. For me personally, I, I am a big fan of Damn, um, admittedly. Good kid, Mad City, I know it's going to be. Don't, could, could, can you not, like, be. you look at me the way my, <laughs> you look at me the way my cats look at me, just with disgust <laughs> and hatred in their eyes. I, I love, I love Good Kid, Mad City. I, I love it, man. Big fan. I, I think that, Person, and I mean, I'm gonna like back up a little bit because you might hit me now. But I am, I'm gonna say something that's gonna upset you, and I know it's gonna hit you hard because I know how much you love this album. I know you're gonna say it. But to pimp a butterfly is utter, utter dog shit. This is an audio podcast, so you won't be able to see me fish. What? I don't think it's dog shit. I think it's worthy. I think it's good for an artist. But it does not deserve the hype that it got. Does not, does not do much for me. Nah. I'll, ta- <laughs> I'll take back saying it's dog shit, but it definitely is not up there. It should not have got. Everybody was fuck, was just going mad for it and like, Kendrick, we love you. Cold. No, it's not. Oh, it is. There's a cut. I even tried to listen to that King King, King Hunter. Yeah, all oh, right, sorry. Um, and I was like, I couldn't even get into it. It's all right. It? Nah, it doesn't though. Yeah, nah, I'm not. Hell of a bounce. Like that when you feel it in your stomach. It's like that collard greens that um, yeah, Kendrick and Schoolboy Q. Yeah. Now that is actually good. That's that same sort yeah. of bounce to it. Uh, I love uh, it. Collard greens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think that album has far too few of those tracks on there. And it, he, it was indulgent, and that's fine. Like he basically he earned the right to do that. The, the, the two albums previous and then the mixtape before that allowed him to say, I'm going to go to that studio, I'm going to make what the fuck I want. For <laughs> me, and because I think the people in the world needs this music, I need to think about their beats, and I'm just going to show that I can flow in about three different ways that no one else out there can do. Like, and I thought that was kind of, it was a flex for me, but for me, a flex doesn't always make a decent album. Can you stop throwing up gang signs? Yeah. What's, going, what's going on? Everything you just said is the reason he's up there. Exactly, just, it is. And what, what makes it, what he brought on Dan though, was he took that and there was so many tracks who like, for me, I've got the head nod test. Uh, I've said to you about this before. Where you're just in the, it's always when you're driving and that track comes on and you can't, it's a physical reaction. Like yeah. your face like screws up a little bit. Like <laughs> when it's that like, dirty, 
and then just the head goes and you're like looking around for people to look at you or to, to, to do the to same thing exactly yeah. right and that reaction that's that's that is what fucking great rap records have mm. and i think pimper butterfly had a couple i don't get enough for it to 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 hit hard. i bought the album right and i listened to it like a little bit like not really i listened to like two or three tracks the f- no, wait, 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 let me finish, let me finish. <laughs> He's getting so angry. There's so much anger and dig at the moment. I bought the album, I listened to like three tracks, and I was like, I don't like this. This is not, I don't understand why everyone's going mad over it. And then I like left it for about a month or so, three weeks, and then I came back to it, and I was like, I'll give it another chance. This is Jid all over again. No, the, Jid, is, Jid is different <laughs> because there was a much longer time scale between Jid. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to Jid, uh, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah. I, I just and I listened to back to it and I thought I need I don't want to be like I don't want to just say it's crap without listening to it properly. So I gave it a couple of listens in the car on the way to work and stuff, and I just I don't know I just didn't it wasn't like hard enough for me. Like I usually I quite like the, what I call plinky plonky rap music, <laughs> like the stuff like Taylor Bennett. He's got a track called Dancing in the Rain with a guy called uh, something Trumpet Donny Trumpet, um, and it's a beautiful track. What? We had this conversation last time. Donny Trumpet. It's not it's Donny Trumpet. Yeah, it's not. That's it's not, not who he's with. I'm pretty sure it is, guys. I'm going to tell you I, now who I it is because we've been talking about chance at being Donny. It's Trumpet. featuring Donny Donny Trumpet. Uh, if I click on this, it's going to play the song and probably ruin our podcast. So I'm you, not going to do that. I could feed. Yeah. But it's it is Donny. But then that's weird because there's two tracks for Chance the Rapper. Because the other track is yeah, called is. whatever, which is called Broad Shoulders, Broad featuring shoulders. Chance Rapper. <laughs> Weirdly enough. Yeah. So right, so I don't. It might be like a, an ex-worry situation where he's only Donny if he's on it with another producer that he works with. I don't uh, know. I but see. I'd, I'd have to look it up. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to do some research on that. And but that, that's a really good point. I haven't we'll even. Keep posted. We'll, we'll keep. Yeah, we'll keep, yeah, keep you posted. I haven't even realised about the Donny trumpet thing, man. Um, and I think I'd like to know. The case for Pimper Butterfly, so, like, and I want to link back to the, well, the artwork, the Donny Trumpet thing in a second, oh. because I've got a little circle back for us. But for Dig, right? So make a case for Pimper Butterfly hmm. to not be dog shit, and I don't think we do, do think it's dog shit. But when is the best time and the possibly the best narcotic state? But what <laughs> what is the best situation to listen to Pimper Butterfly that takes it out there? I, my favourite time I listen to it is when I'm on a long journey and I actually have time to think about what he's talking about. Yep, yep. So, because cool. what that album is, is it's fucking intelligent. Like, the, what he's doing about it, it's, it's talking about politics, culture, it's talking about so many different topics. So and you it, get and that is, time to think about it, yeah. that's what makes it such a great album because he covers so much material. And it is an album. And it is right. an album. I, th- I think it's, it, it's it, one it of the few albums album. these yeah. days which is meant to be consumed, like yeah. top to bottom. Yeah. But you're you're a big um, political fan anyway. <laughs> like, I'm a fan of politics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, one thing I. has got bars. Well, yeah. One, one thing I like to do quite <laughs> regularly. Stormzy. So. <laughs> one thing I like to do to Dig is to um, is to basically wind him up about Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. And he because he gives me a reaction every time, I, I continue to do it. Very um, much like what you just did with Pink, Pimper Butterfly. Yeah, but that I actually meant though. That it's dog shit. Well, <laughs> what, okay, let me rephrase it. It's 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 not his but it's not his best album, and it sh- didn't deserve the hype that it got. It's, it's the case against much like Corbin. <laughs> I, I do get that it's the case against Kendrick, 
Um, but only because it's the only thing he has done that isn't, in my opinion, certifiably fucking awesome. <laughs> like, his level's so high. I think if an unknown rapper came out with Pins by Butterfly, we would lose our shit. I think, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think you're right there. there. But again, talking about Kendrick, there are other artists on Top Dog Entertainment uh, who I think rival Kendrick. Um, people like J Rock, for example, uh, Absol. Yeah, I like that. Like, Absol yeah, I mean, those guys, they don't, they don't get the hype, they don't get the, the exposure they need. SIR as well, who I'll be talking about later on our track. <laughs> He's, I, I didn't realise he was TD, but he's also TD. Top dog Oh, sorry, yeah. I, yeah. Sorry. Right. Uh, so, the link I was going to make was talking about Donny Trumpet and alternate names and alternate um, aliases when it comes to, to stuff. And then we're obviously big NX Worries guys. We, we talked the pack bit before, didn't we? About yeah. NX Warriors and Cheeky Andy. Cheeky yeah. Andy, yeah. Cheeky Andy, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, wonder what, wonder what that could mean. Machine's favourite uh, favorite version of Pat, wasn't it? Did we ask him that? Did he say that? Was it him that said NX Warriors is his favourite? Yeah, I think he did mention NX Warriors. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. That's good, yeah. So, just to loop it back to the big Armenian fucker, then. Armenian? Bronson's Armenian, man. I thought, he, I thought he was from uh, Albania. Albania, that's Albania. it. Oh, you got to get that right. Definitely. That starts wars. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's, an epi- there's an episode where he makes um, no, he, just he makes war. baklava. I don't know if you can. Have you tried baklava? Yeah. Oh, I love baklava. Tur- Turkish big up, though, big up the baklava. Yeah, also Mediterranean. But yeah, I mean it's, it's fucking delicious honey. <laughs> it's it's, yeah, it's honey yeah. and nuts, yeah. man, and then yeah. and some what, phyllo pastry, I think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. Ed's also a chef. Well, Ed, no, Ed, Ed, is, Ed is not a chef. Ed <laughs> went to chef college because his mother forced him to. And Ed enjoys cooking now, but is definitely, definitely not uh, a chef considering... In fact, I actually burnt something the other day. Really? I did, yeah. Was it back um, No, it wasn't. I've never... Toast. No, no, it wasn't toast either. <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a bit of salmon. And uh, oh, it... it well, it's it was bad. It was bad. I'm yeah. I'm ashamed. And all it was was I got distracted by. I think I was playing with the cat, possibly. <laughs> and it does it. it like, it's like feed. You know, play with me, feed me. And it shouts. And I don't know why I was waving. It doesn't do that. <laughs> um, and, and then yeah, the next thing I know, I'm like, oh god damn it! You know, my fillet of salmon's gone. The cat enjoyed it though. So you know. Talking of enjoying things, and to try and circle back for the fourth time, we'll go for <laughs> NX Worries, who pack obvious production partner is Knowledge, <coughs> who is producing three other tracks on the new Bronson album. Yes. Like Bronco, which is out by the time this podcast is out, so we'll talk about what we love about it on another episode. But I think for me personally, it was released this afternoon, the track listing, the producer, and the, and the guests, and obviously it's pretty light on any big name guest is going to be I do think you know you're saying about him as a personality yeah I think he's someone who's got a very strong sense of creatively what he wants to do on an album um, he likes the sound that he likes uh, and I think he keeps quite a hot, strong control of that works a lot of the same talking knowledge talking, talking Bronson, Bronson really right. with the guys he works with but it's going to be awesome to see what knowledge has with him um, and one of the tracks I don't think it wasn't like Bronco it was Prince Charming I think that's come out already uh, that's one of the knowledge tracks 
And then there's also three tracks produced by Harry Fraud, which you said earlier. Then you got the Harry Fraud. Yeah, love it. La Musica. Yeah, Sub Stories. Great album. A uh, great LP. EP even. Yeah. So yeah. I think between those six tracks, it's gonna be. Uh, th- th- that's what's got me really, really excited about this. It's it's interesting uh, to, to the way that they've done sort of so many different producers. It's not really done so much these days. No. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Um, yeah, so and I don't, he has I don't the... follow the producers as much as I follow the artists, I don't, yeah. like the rappers. I don't so much follow them. <coughs> a, lot of, a lot of people are mad on their producers, aren't they? Yeah. Like, I know you're quite big on the producers and stuff, aren't you? Yeah, if they're good, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah funny enough, I'm not, but I've I'm, I'm, I'm always find it fascinating when you hear a track that you like, or you hear some beats that you like, and you, it like reminds you of another track. And then I, I do, I'll go down a rabbit hole a little bit and just like Wikipedia, like, yeah. what was that sample? Maybe, and then it'll come up. Or, <coughs> and it's then, oh, okay. And then you just, now and again, you'll see the same names coming up on the production side. You're like, oh, okay, so I'll just keep an eye out for what he does as well. Um, but these days, man, fucking Khaled, right? That's what, that's what, that's who he is. Yeah. And he went yeah, from yeah. a guy, a fat guy who doesn't eat pussy at the back of a recording booth five, six, <laughs> seven years ago, knocking out the same kind of caliber of tracks he is now. But now he's a superstar. Between that and Snapchat, he is a fucking face. Like, he's, yeah. he's not the artist, but he's as famous as him. But is but his he... Name's, is, he is the name on the artist on, on Radio 1 or... Yeah. Is he that good, though? It is, yeah. Another one. Another one DJ yeah. Khaled! It's yeah. just... It's another one, yeah. I don't know, some of his stuff's good. Like, I've, I've heard the, um, you know, the... Um, he did an album with DJ Clue years ago, yeah, yeah. and it was and I love DJ Clue. Yeah, yeah. Desert Storm, Fabulous is like probably one of my favourite rappers ever. Um, yeah. I can't say that. Fabulous or Jada Kiss? Oh, I like Styles. P- Sorry, there's a, there's a lot of rappers I like, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm a big Fabulous fan anyway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that album they did together, DJ Clue and uh, and DJ Khaled, was was really really solid. But it didn't. It was one of those things. It was like a, a thing that gets put out because no one really knows who DJ Khaled is or DJ. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's his, what, what's his name? DJ uh, Clue. DJ Clue. Yeah. Jesus, um, I was getting mixed up with Desert Storm and all kinds of stuff there. Great logo for their for their record uh, label as well. It's like a whirlwind sort of thing going like Tasmanian Devil style. Uh, I thought it was cool anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they put this album out and it was really really great and there was a lot of bangers on there, but there was a lot of rubbish on there too. Yeah. But luckily, the good outweighed the bad. Um, I love what you were saying the other day as well about producers and DJs that it's now you're not allowed to include DJ in a title. Like five, six years ago, everyone was DJ Khaled, DJ Q, and now no one has that. Like, it's funny you say that because I was actually saying about that, obviously, yeah, I mentioned that. But I realised that my handle on Twitter and, and, um, and Instagram uh, both say DJ Mr. Bliss. Um, and then I realised this. I know, I know. You were, I, you were up there with I was that. Blue, well, yeah. thanks, man. I appreciate that. I mean, I, I realised today actually. I was like, I have contradicted myself massively here. But at the same time, uh, it, 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 it makes for a good laugh, if nothing else. So you know, it's it's okay. But mate, with Callum, I know exactly what you're saying. It was something we were talking about earlier off air a little bit. I think probably my sensibilities. I I love mainstream rap and some of the real pop elements of it in a way that I think five years ago I would have kicked against and I would then not like 
like when you're a fucking 13 year old or 12 year old and you, you drink beer because you're supposed to drink beer because it's what your dad does. It tastes like you shit. You don't fucking like <laughs> yeah. it. Like, yeah, you, you, you'd much rather have a Bacardi breather. Right? Or, 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 or a Coke. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or, or squash. You do it because you, <laughs> you want to be hard, right? And it's, it's what you do. And I think probably like my taste in hip hop was very much the same. I'm now comfortable. I'm, I'm comfortable enough in my masculinity and my manhood to be like, nah, actually. Your sexuality. Khal- exactly. Khaled's album, Grateful, last summer, which is just a series of guests. He had fucking Bieber on there. He had was Quirfle the, on there. Was that the key or something? Did you use a key or something like that? Was that the same thing? Or did uh, they get something different? I've got the list up here, actually. I can't think no, now. It wasn't the key. But he just... If, mate, he had, he had yeah, Charles on hash- there, he had Travis on there, he had Jeremiah. But he had Justin Bieber on there, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so Jesus So he had that I'm the one Christ. with Chance and Bieber. I bet it was just some rapper. What? Ch- Chance the Rapper and Justin Bieber together yeah, yeah, on the yeah, same yeah. track? Yeah, they did that. Um, on the same... Juke Jam, wasn't it? Juke Jam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's just someone that seems to put people in a room and it's... Mate, it's got Justin... But it's a bit good beaver on it. It's well, a good track. Yeah, we are losing credibility by saying, but that's the thing. For summer anthems, something you want to just drink daiquiris in a pool to. Khaled's got, Khaled's I do got, love daiquiris, yeah. His finger on the pulse when it comes to that. <laughs> 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 this is the dac, man. Yeah. I actually have, still have a, I have a frozen daiquiri in my freezer that wow. uh, someone gave me for, for a birthday or Christmas a while ago. Okay. Yeah, he keeps bugging me to drink it, and I'm like, I will, I will. I don't know how. How do you drink something frozen? I mean, um, ice lolly. No, no. no. <coughs> so it's like you're doing a blender, don't you? So it's like crushed ice, like a like um, you know, we'll sit in the swimming pool with a slushy, slushy. Like slush puppies. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what, what they said in the swimming pool. That's the only time I ever had slush. Yeah, they used to sell them at the leisure pool, yeah. Hereford leisure pool, big up. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that does sound like... I was thinking like... (laughs) Nothing like coming out of the cloud of steam and noisy (laughs) and the vague smell of child urine. Into the cafe, like fucking knackered, you know, like the special kindness you get after a swim. Yeah. And then you get chips. chips and a slush. <laughs> that's the one, man. Childhood, man. <laughs> I d- they, they sell them at the cinema, I think, too. Uh, just, you know, if we're talking about places you can purchase these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. put a list on the we'll, website. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure we list it up. Under the Oatly place. In fact, I'm yeah. sure there used to be a video big shop. In, where, big up Oatly, yeah. Uh, there used to be a shop where I, a video shop where I grew up and. Um, they used to sell them in there as well, and they were, that's when they were called slush puppies. I don't know if they yeah. changed the name now or. It is yeah. Slush is it still slush puppy? Yeah. And you had the weird little-looking, like depressed dog, dog. Yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. yeah with a slush puppy and a hat on. Yeah, that's the yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. And uh, yeah, God, I miss that video shop. <laughs> Nostalgia. Actually, when they when they shut down, I put, yeah, I know, but I liked going there because I used to, and my dad hated taking me there because I used to rent the same goddamn film every time, and he was like, I wouldn't mind. Absolutely, he'd be like, what? Well, I don't understand. I don't mind bringing you here, Doggy but why? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Do you know what? My dad is. My dad doesn't like rap music. He's 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 very against it. You know, he feels that it promotes. Uh, you know violence and uh you know the sexual content or whatever yeah and that's cool you know he's entitled to his opinion he's from a different era although my dad listens to a lot of country and western music yeah and i basically said to him and he he hated this as well uh that basically rap music is country and western for like young people or for other for not for young people but for the for the other people like what johnny cash i took a shot of cocaine and i shot my woman down Exactly. They talk about gunslinging and you know, like you know, drinking whiskey and you know, that's that's pretty gangster, yeah. you know. So yeah, no, no. yeah, he didn't appreciate that one little bit, uh, but I think he'll get over it. 
But my dad was responsible for my, my I suppose, my love into hip-hop. Um, he actually got me the Snoop Dogg Doggy Style album on cassette tape. And at the time, you didn't need a great album. Great album. One of my favourites. You didn't need to Pump have Pump the... Um, my favourite tune. Yeah, love Pump Pump. Yeah, great tune. Uh, you didn't need to have the explicit lyrics label. Ah, on. Yeah. Le- it's a legal requirement now. But back then it was just like, nah, if you got time, stick it on. But and it looked like a cartoon as well. It did, yeah. The front, it looked like the most cute friendly thing. It I did. think it was like the dog might have been sniffing some, some ass. And, but he, like yeah, he, he, I think there's yeah. like a poodle. Yeah, that's like over the top. Yeah, like yeah, a poodle in a, in, a, in a thong or a G-string or something, yeah. That's it. But he, I mean, obviously didn't look in that closely at it. And bought, <laughs> I think he bought it from, um, there's a shop in Lempster. I don't know if it's still there. It's like audio music shop. Um, but he bought it from there anyway. And it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And that's cool. Uh, yeah, it is cool. But I think if he'd realised what it was, that it probably <laughs> wouldn't have been purchased. Yeah. And the path um, that he'd set you on. And yeah, yeah. So basically, Dad, you know, I love you, but you know, this is your fault. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's you know, it's, it's all good though. But no, I mean, yeah. Talk going back to Doggy Style though. Doggy Style is 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 such a good album. If you are into hip hop and you don't like Doggy Style. I don't think you can really call yourself a rap fan because no. Snoop has done so many other records since then. But let's be honest, nothing has even come vaguely close. He's a bit like Nas in that way. Nas, now I Nas strongly disagree with that, but okay. But then he kind of flopped quite a lot after that. He made a lot of albums and nothing really. It was the, written. The difference I'd say between the two is Nas gave a fuck. Like, he was swinging and missing, and he'd take like four years off trying to, trying to get there. Yeah, and I think yeah. it broke him that he couldn't get back there. Whereas and he Snoop didn't turn into just... a lion. Snoop <laughs> 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 was just like, fuck this, give me, ah, a, but give me a J, man. Can I can we... live my life and guest yeah. on every fucking Can we just say about that lion thing, right? That a lot of people got like lost their fucking minds over that, over that right? But they don't realise that it's a completely different music genre. Yeah. The whole point yeah, of yeah, him yeah. changing his name to Snoop Lion was for his reggae career. He is still Snoop Dogg now. Well, he'll always be Snoop Doggy Dog to me. Didn't but go far there, did it? Like, <clears throat> have you heard the album though? Uh, yeah, bits of it. Because I've got to be honest, it's it's all right, man. It's all right. They did the uh, reincarnated the documentary. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and that's yeah. a really good documentary actually. And that's that's all about yeah. getting into. And his uh, Coach Snoop, if you haven't seen that on Netflix. Yeah, so I know the story behind it. I haven't watched it. But, um, really interesting. Because he funds and runs the biggest youth football league in, in Los Angeles. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, <laughs> it's good. yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, it's very, very, very good. Real good watch. I, look, I hope they make another season, a series of it, because it was. I really enjoyed um, the one I watched already, but just wasn't enough. There's only like eight episodes, I think, so it'd be good to... Uh... And they weren't massively long episodes either, were they? No, they were only, I think they were like a half hour or whatever, so, you well, know. I'm, I'm thinking, because I love my NFL as well, and I'm, I, I can't remember whether it's a guy who's a top college player. I, actually, I think it's a guy who's possibly played in the Super Bowl last year. Made it, I'll get the name for us, but he came through Snoop's uh, college... Nice, even it's ah. so it's like under 13s, 14s. I think it's college. Age. I think they mention him in, in the because um, he comes back to do some training and, and stuff. I well, think it was, um, no, I think it is NFL because it was in a run up. I want to say Super Bowl, but it was in the playoffs because they were saying he calls up the player still, like he has that mental relationship, which is just the coolest fucking thing. If you're a 19, 20, 21 year old in a locker room of fully like 
hardened veteran. <laughs> you got Snoop on the phone. You're suddenly the fucking coolest guy in the room. Well, it's like when uh, Dre video chatted Anthony Joshua and was like, yeah. hey man, I just wanted to say good luck with your fight tonight. And Anthony Joshua was like, oh my God, stop the Dre. He's, yeah. like, he's, just, he's freaking out like, because he's like, he's a real famous guy, Anthony Joshua now, but like Dre he's, is he, like. Yeah, he's, a, he's mega into his hip hop. <coughs> yeah. He loves his hip hop. Yeah. And yeah. Especially UK stuff. He's a big UK. I, I think sport wide, once you get to the top of the game, all top athletes want to be rappers or rock stars, and almost all top rock stars and rappers want to be athletes, athletes as well. Like, there's yeah, this really wicked. Look at how many of them come out with like a boxers for specifically, uh, come out with like rap music playing, and yeah. like oh, yeah. the same with. Um, I know he's not an, an athlete, but Romesh Ranganathan, when he comes out to his show, he always he says, "I like you know." In fact, I was listening to his podcast the other day, and he was chatting about how someone had tweeted him from live from the audience before he went on saying, "Yeah, I'm sat next to this uh, like old white couple, and there's like um, I think it was what was the track? It was like it was a Snoop track from Doggy Style, something really inappropriate. Uh, it was um, uh, what is that track called when uh, they're talking about?" Um, it's got Warren G on it. It's got Daz on it. Um, yeah, I love that track. How can I think what not what it's called? How can I think not what it's called? How can I not think what it's called? Um, it's the one with um, "Ain't No Fun." That's it. Oh, and that is song. like so. Yeah, I mean, I love that track, and it's highly, highly inappropriate if you're under the age of eighteen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's like, yeah, basically, this this white couple are sitting here, and they look well unhappy. Um, and yeah, it was the way that obviously Ramesh described it, and I was just like, yeah, I can imagine like my parents sitting there listening to it and just yeah, being like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. goodness, this is awful. Um, <laughs> just yeah. Uh, but um, so, should we um, talk? Probably because I can see the ticks going here. We can always cut down, but um, get to the tracks. Yes. Yeah. 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 Let's. Ditch. So we're going to do, do it every, every off? week. So, do you want to explain how this is? Yeah. yeah, so every week what we're going to do, um, we got Machine's recommended track, which was... Um, By Enix was Warriors? Ske- no, it was Skepta. Oh, no, that's right, Skepta yeah. and... Oh, it's Bay Bay, isn't it, is the, uh, is the track. Is the track by Skepta and... I've not Lady Leisure. It wasn't Lady no, Leisure. He said he liked Lady Leisure, I think. He said he liked Lady Leisure. It's an American. It was, yeah, it is American. We can cut this. <laughs> um, because there's a I might really reload good... this introduction. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a really good version as well, which I'll share in a sec. Gigs and Bill Offers. Uh, is that. This, maybe that's not what it was. was I thought it was Bebe, because gig, it's Gigs and Theo. I can never pronounce this thing. Theophilus. Oh yeah, 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 London. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that does. That's maybe, maybe just got mistaken between. I mean, like London Rounds. London. So this is the one I thought he was thinking. Is this not the one he was thinking of? No, I don't think it was, man. He was into something real quick. I'll do some research and and find out because yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, basically, (coughs) what we're gonna do, um, every week or every not every week, every podcast. So what we're going to do, every podcast, we're going to um, all recommend a track. So we'll have our guest on the show that, that episode to recommend one track, something new, something that's current. Yes. Um, and we're going to put all these tracks, every, every podcast, onto a playlist. So you can check out the playlist, keep up to date with what we're listening to, what we'd recommend. And hopefully listeners can start sending their re- recommendations. We can maybe link them onto our recommendations for the show each week. 
Um, so should I fire away with yeah, the first yeah, recommendation? Yeah, go for it. Do it. So, how I pronounce this name, I have no idea. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for it. It's Sylvan LeCue. A guy called Sylvan LeCue. Um, and the track is called Best Me. It's an incredible tune. Beautiful track. And if you want to check it out, um, definitely check it out because it's it's phenomenal. Um, yeah, have you guys heard it? Do you want to say anything about I, it? I, I have heard it. I have heard it through yourself. And I think I, I maybe explained to you just quite how impressed I was with it. It really is a lovely, lovely song. It's quite... It's quite sort of not quiet. It's a uh, it's a chilled out track. Well, it's got like a, the intro for it. There's no beat for the <coughs> first. I don't know, probably forty five seconds. Mm. It's just yeah. It's just like oh, it's just it's stunning tune. Yeah, and then yeah. and then the beat drops into it, and it just oh, it's is that one of those. Out of it's Miami as well, by the look of things, which is. Is it? Sort of I'm a not long sure. overlooked part of the country, like mm. Rick Ross might have killed it. It's um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's one of those tracks that like you know, hair on the back of your neck stands yeah, up definitely. when you hear it when it's on loud. I just remember catching it on um, on a on a shuffle on on a, the daily you know the daily playlist that Spotify can make oh, for you. It. I, I caught it on that. I'm just like, holy shit, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so yeah, had to obviously download everything the guy made. And um, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff he's made too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sil- Sylvan Re- Q. Like really sure. introspective as well. Really honest, kind of like. Yeah. Album. Yeah, the yeah, album brilliant. is excellent. Yeah. It's brilliant. Kind of like vulnerable in a nice way. Like really yeah. bare. Like, and and he, the the melody hits that as well. And right? he talks about that on the skits as well. He talks about um, finding himself and all these sort of things. And yeah. You know, he talks about love and loss and all sorts of really deep issues. What good stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. It's a great tune. Great, great tune. Yeah, definitely agree on that one for sure. Um, what we got? Ads. We've got a track for us. Uh, yeah. So my one this week is um, appropriately off the album November, which is which was released in January. Uh, but I only got to it two weeks ago. This is kind of what started a degree of what we're doing at the moment. Where um, I sent it by a friend. Uh, it's the S. I don't know if it's Sir or S-I-R, but... Uh, we'll pronounce it Sir. Sir. Yeah. We'll go yeah. Sir. <laughs> uh, but another one out of the TDE stables. He's a kind of singer, vocalist. But it's the track um, with Q on. Um, uh, Love a bit of Q. Um, mm. And it's called Something Foreign. And it's actually, it's another low-tempo track. So it's a mm. playlist to start with, you're going to get you hyped. I... I'm about to change the game in a minute, but carry on. <laughs> but it's, it's, it starts uh, just super smooth, super easy. It's kind of jazzy as well, a nice little piano beat. Um, which, it's just a reminder on how Q can chop up anything. Yeah. Like we were talking earlier, like did you mention Collard Greens, which is just Great one of track. the, honestly, one of the best like, hype fucking mm. tunes in a long time. And he, he he's like, he can cut his flow so well. But this is him doing it on a much yeah. like, <laughs> much smooth, like so smoother good. beat, and it just makes. I know, I know, he's delayed his release of his album by the sound of things, cut and ready to go. Mm. With I know, obviously, he was close with Matt Miller, and Max Death has knocked him back. I think yeah. his, his quote was like, "I just don't feel like putting an album out now." 
And it's because yeah. I guess all the promo and shit that goes along with it, I get that. And yet at the same time, selfishly, I'm just like, I can't wait to hear the next one because I don't think nah, it's something sure. I spoke about with you guys before. He's got one in him. Like, I think, I think Hugh has got one fucking great, <laughs> hopefully more, but one. Oxymoron was one in him. pretty awesome to be fair. I really liked yeah. that album. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is, for me, that's like gangster. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was real gangster shit. Gangster, yeah. Gangster. yeah. Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when um, there was that, uh, that Facebook thing that uh, tagged us all in there? It was like, make your best five man crew. Yes. Ah, yeah, and yeah, obviously, yeah. because did, did we're you, did you doing see what we're doing with people who overthink this shit a lot. Yeah. All right? But I think I, I certainly put some time into it and I put Q in because I was I wanted I wanted edge in my Q. I wanted people who could tour together, I wanted people to bang together. Mm. And I wanted Q in there for that that hard edge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still good. I, I liked your crew. I did like it. I remember it vaguely, but I remember um, we all kind of had a, a vaguely similar selection. Yeah. I think you put in did you put in Jid? Course. Anderson, of Kendrick, course. Of course. Um, Chance, Chance, and I can't remember who the. Fifth... I'll, I'll tell you what. Hit, well, don't hit pause, but we'll <coughs> just fill for a second, and I'll, I'll pull it out because that's a good, that's quite a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, or do we want to save that and talk about that? Because we, we could probably that knock out like fifteen minutes. We yeah, do, we do, do that. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, so yeah, actually, so I'll just wrap up on Sir and that track. I just, I just, it was just. Is it, is it, have you added it to the playlist? On the playlist. Cool, because um, I haven't heard that yet. I need to, I need to check it out, mate. Really, it's really nice. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't add it on until quite a bit later, and I thought, oh, fuck, I've definitely got to put this on. <laughs> um, but no, it, it, it's a really, really good album as well. It's another one that goes nice top to bottom. Um, and just nice autumn music. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So check it out. Um, what's yours, Ed? Awesome. Uh, mine, so mine is uh, a little bit different. Um, Mine is uh, from the brand new Foreign Beggars album, uh, which is called 22 Carat. Uh, well, I say brand new, I mean, they actually released the album a while ago, but they've re-released it with like, the deluxe version with more tracks on it. Um, there's uh, some remixes on there and stuff. Uh, there's a really great track of Rag and Bowman rapping as well, which is, um, which is quite sweet. A lot of people don't realize about Rag and Bowman that he started out cutting his teeth as a rapper. Um, he was with a, a, crew, oh, sorry, a crew called uh, Rum Committee. Um, and so when people, yeah, where's, where's he from? It's down the south coast, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's from uh, Brighton. That's uh, so I rum committee he comes from pirate roots. I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, it mean, or maybe they just like rum. Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it could just be as simple as that. I'm um, a fan, to be fair. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. We live nowhere near the coast. Yeah, we never <laughs> I'm not a pirate of any sort. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, not pirate. He, brilliant. He. Um, yeah, he's, he's a wicked rapper and a lot of people come out. I remember I was talking to, um, uh, to a guy, he's a, a, well, I've known for ages, a guy called Dabbler, who's a rapper on, on High Focus. And he was telling me that he, him and um, Illiman and Frosty and some guy supported Rag and Bowman on some, some concert he was doing on uh, Valentine's Day earlier this year. And they, they were the warm-up act and they came out and they did their thing. And then Rag and Bowman came out for like the end of their set, and he like spat, you know, thirty-two bars over the end of their track or whatever. Um, and everyone was just like, in the audience was just like faces on the floor, like, what is <laughs> happening here? Uh, yeah, exactly. And it wasn't obviously they were like, we thought it was going to be singing, like we want to hear human, human, and yeah, which, yeah, yeah. like, human's a great track. But I, that I went for a stage early this year where I was like, 
I've I've heard enough of this song. <laughs> like it was just it's just played out massively. Yeah. And the thing great, is, it is a great song. It's a great song, but what annoyed me was the album is so good, and there's loads and loads of yeah. other great tracks on there, and they just weren't getting the the response they should have been. I felt but the love for sure as an album <coughs> didn't get the play. Those other tracks did not get the no, play. No, definitely not. I mean, I I I've, humans great. I really enjoyed. Um, the EPs that he put out beforehand, he did one with Leaf Dog from the Four Hours on High Focus. Okay. Um, really, really, really cool. Yeah, it's great, man. It's, it's called um, uh, Dog and Bone um, EP. And he did um, another we need, track. We need that Rag and Bone Snoop Dogg collaboration at some point. Oh, <laughs> that would be, yeah. Well, you never know, man. I mean, he is like, you know, becoming one of the biggest artists in the yeah, world, isn't he? So, so, yeah, definitely. And let's be fair, Snoop will slap his name on anything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. But I've digressed anyway. I'll go back to my, my track. Sorry. Um, so my track is by the Foreign Beggars and it's uh, it's called Waved and it's featuring Flux Pavilion and Black Josh. Um, obviously, Flux Pavilion, big drum and bass guy. And then you've got Black Josh, who is uh, most famous for working with the Mouse Outfit uh, out of Manchester. Have you not heard of the Mouse Outfit? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. See, really. this is this is one thing we should explain. Um, Ed is massively into his UK hip hop. I dabble every now and again in a bit of UK hip hop, but I'm not really a fan of that much of it. I'm massively US hip hop. Ads just isn't a UK hip hop fan. Yeah, I like nine. Jesus. Nine's nine my boy. And I love. Children of Zeus. Yeah, you need to get. Well, yeah, yeah they're, yeah, they're kind of yeah, jazz. jazz. But I like, you know, they're great. Jazz they are fucking yeah, great. They're amazing. But this is the thing, though. There are so many amazingly talented UK artists out there. Like, I, I, I spent time before, uh, re, well, up until the end of last year, uh, promoting for. Um, the Venue Night Club in Hereford and the Jailhouse before that. So I got the chance to, to witness a lot of amazingly talented people come through. And do bad shows. And do, well, no, no, see, that's, <laughs> that's not fair. That is not fair because there was only one or, twi- what, one or twice, one or twice, once or twice where there were shows and I thought, you know what, I'm throwing a talent on this. In yeah. fact, the Foreign Beggars, the first ever show they played outside of London was at the Jailhouse in Hereford. Oh, really? And then I brought them back to Hereford's back in 2013 I think it was and it was a flop it was a really yeah. really crap show and like yeah. I was like I, I got to know Pav um, really well through that who is um, who's like the, he's one of the front guys for, for, for Foreign Beggars and even he said to me like you know it happens it's just one of those things isn't it you know but yep. don't dwell on it I was like, I remember being be up it's really hard as a promoter well I like, remember being upstairs um, like eating hummus with my fingers feeling depressed um, well gangster mate because um, that's the thing on their rider we'd have to go out and buy like a load of like local produce and okay, yeah. uh, obviously hummus isn't that local for Hereford <laughs> they asked for some hummus and yeah I was just sat upstairs like with my head, my head in my hand, hands um, and, and Murph um, who I was, I was doing the nights with was just like I remember him standing over me with his hand on, his, on my shoulder and just being like it's okay mate and I'm like, okay, <laughs> just just feeling really, really. He's quite a good hand on the shoulder. He is, yeah, yeah. Big up Murph. Um, big up anomalies. Yeah, big up anomalies. Big up the beefy boys um, and everything else that Murph's attached with. Uh, he's, if you if you don't know who he is, future pick up the Hereford Times because he's always in it. Uh, future mayor, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Talking UK hip hop though, one artist that I think is phenomenal, who I sent you guys a link to her track today. Female MC, tremendous. Fuck me, the girl's 
insanely good. Yeah. I, I think like, that lyrically she is phenomenal. She's lyrically she's phenomenal, but I wouldn't be like, yeah, DJ, throw that on, because it would just kill no, the fight completely. As a lyricist, as a... Oh, lyrically, she's murdering it, yeah. And her flow and everything, she's fucking fire, man. Yeah. So I have to listen to her. My big thing, and why I'm so anti-UK hip-hop, which is sounds fucking shit. <laughs> but no, honestly, it's the same, it, come, it comes from the same places that why, why does every rock and roller, pretty much, who's not from Sheffield, singing that transatlantic accent? It's because some shit just sounds better. You're basing that on on artists that you've that, So like, I love Dizzy, right? And I love his flowing and it works with grime. But when it comes to hip-hop, for me... But he's not a hip-hop artist, he's a grime artist. No, that, that's, what, that's what I mean. So that flow, that, that accent works with a chop beat and a heavy bass line. He doesn't have a transatlantic... A transatlantic... He's like, he's no, like no, he's no, East no, London no, through and no, through, that, isn't he? That's what I'm saying. So oh, do, sorry, sorry, mate, sorry. Straight London African accent. Yeah, right? not messing about, yeah. And, and that works really well with his sound and that beat. But when it comes to hip-hop and a more... I don't know, like, most of the beats, it just hits my ear wrong. And in the same way, it's not just him, right? So M, for example, I can begrudgingly admire the man's technical ability. We're talking about I, Eminem here, right? Yeah, I just don't like, I don't like how it hits my ear. Like his, his vocal is so nasal and high, I just don't like it. And it's the same thing for most of UK hip hop for me. Like who's the Manchester guy? The, like, who everyone fucking raves on now? The, the, the Manchester. Oh, um, uh, the main dude. King of the North. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone, right? So yeah. he's gone mad. 014061 Money on a Map. Yeah, it just. Yeah, I think it might just be that he's not that good. He's, he's one of those guys who, I no, guess, I, I like broke through into, got, my, into my playlist. And I just, he's, it's just the accent fucks me off. And I can't get past it. It just takes me out of the track too much to ever enjoy it. But Bugsy, I, 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 had a, I did a show for Bugsy in, in Hereford. And. I was really hyped for it, like mega. It was probably one of the biggest shows I'd done that year. And I was really, really looking forward to it. And it sold out pretty much, and it was yeah. a great show. But one thing that really annoyed me was his DJ came on and he killed it. He did a little 20 minute kind of like, you know, got the crowd like properly frothing. Yeah. And then uh, Bugsy Malone came on. But they were play- all the music, all the songs they were playing were, it was like the actual song he was playing. So his lyrics were already on it and then he was just like rapping over the top of it. Uh, okay, and yeah. I was like, oh man, that's, oh, that's I don't like that. Yeah, that's not cool. Like it was, he still did a good show, but it just, I felt that it wasn't as live. No, it, it was a bit, you know, but we got, it was just before he blew up, but it was like everyone knew who he was. So we got the show well, for his a... First, his first album was pretty big. Well, that was, that was the album. That was the Watch Your Mouth, uh, no, um, Watch Your Mouth is a song on the album. It's, it's called. Album. What's it called? I can't think what it's called now, but it's. Um... And then King of the North was the second album, wasn't it? No, I think that was the third one, wasn't it? Was the third, yeah. It was definitely not the first one. First one was uh, Ready. Ready to Ready to Blow. Ready to Blow. That was it. Yeah, Ready to Blow was the first album. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying about UK hip hop ads and. Um, I know Digi's not. I agree with the hitting yeah. the wrong thing. It, yeah, I completely get it. I completely feel the same way with a lot of it. There's some stuff that doesn't, and some stuff I'm like, shit, this is incredible. And the reason it is incredible is because it doesn't hit my ear like that, like most of the other stuff. And that there's people like Ocean Wisdom, there's people like that. That's one of the artists that just it sounds right the way maybe, he does it. Maybe that's why I don't like Eminem. Like, I don't, I don't like Eminem. <laughs> Dislike him thoroughly. Like, we we piled on, and there was a, like a Facebook thread not too long ago about M's new album, was it? 
and I'm sure you and me piled on gleefully. Yeah, because I just think, that. like, I don't want to listen to some dude rap about raping his dead wife. That shit does not <laughs> float my boat. Yeah, and I know what you're saying. That was that, that's what, I mean, I listened to, um, what was his first album? Um, the Slim, no. Uh, Slim Shady LP. Slim Shady LP. Like, I really enjoyed, uh, obviously, Stand Up. No, Stand Up. Uh, my uh, Name Is Even. My Name Is That's, like, yeah. hilarious. The, the music yeah. video, the yeah, song, yeah. it's great. And I really enjoyed the one. I'm Shady on there as well, which is yeah. fucking brilliant. I remember that one, but yeah, it's hilarious and it's just split personalities with no with uh, Dre, is it? And Dre's like the good, the angel, and Eminem's uh, the Guilty devil. Guilty conscience. Guilty conscience. That's conscience. it. That's a great, great track. track. Love the video to that as well. Yeah. Um, Did you ever hear a track on? Do you ever listen to the Soundbombing CDs compilations? To who? Sorry. Soundbombing. Like, I don't know who produced them, but like there's a set of compilations. There's Soundbombing and Soundbombing Two. Like back when people used to do like it was like a mixed like well, a well produced one had like R.A. the Rugged Man on there was a lot of like um, sound, yeah it sounded like a mixed thing but there's a track called Any Man which um, it like opens sound bombing or maybe it's track number two on there and it's really fucking good I just never ever heard it and it was it was I don't know in like. It didn't feel like an M track. It was him guesting on someone else's almost. It just sounded great. You know, on, um, on Stan, he says, um, I've even got that underground shit you did with Scam. Well, I've actually got that, I've got that vinyl. Yeah, I've actually got that underground shit you did with Scam. And it's actually not bad. And he, I think he, he goes as, as Eminem or, or whatever on it. But it's before he kind of, you know, anybody kind of knew who, yeah. who Eminem yeah. was, you know. Uh, and it's pretty decent. Um, it's just a shame that the rest of his stuff is just... Yeah, maybe, but as you were saying about hitting your ear wrong, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why I don't like him. No, I know why I don't like him because he talks about raping his dead wife. Um, that's, yeah, what am I talking about? That's a lie. Yeah, it really is, man. It's just like, I just, nah. I mean, I appreciate he's talented and he can rap and he can put, you know, a good rap, a good bars together, but I just, that's not what I want to listen to. Like, if so, we can... So your line is domestic abuse on dead people. <laughs> my line is destic, d- d- destic, domestic abuse on anybody but specifically but then you've got to look at Snoop you've got to look at Dre you've got to look at well ev- Tupac Biggie all of these guys none of them ever raped about, any dead people did they they raped them but they talk about um, they're just having rough sex it's not I rape I going to rape you I just want the paper exactly he's talking about like stealing off a woman he's talking about slap a bitch in the face of you Take a Gucci bag and a North Face off her back. Okay, so yeah, you know, all right. These are all beating women, like they're all. But you, you yeah, knew it was just stories told in another voice with artistic license as well, right? You well, knew it was just talking. I think probably if you believed it, like it'd yeah, be a different thing. This is the thing, right? You've got to remember a lot of the time, back especially for hip hop back then, you've got to view it the same way in which you would view WWF wrestling. It's entertainment. Yes, some of it is real talk, but a lot of it is done as entertainment. And this is why it has parental advisory explicit lyrics on the front of uh, albums, because it is not designed for children to listen to. Yeah, okay. And that's why a lot of the rappers back in the day used to make... You're undermining... But Eminem on Stan (laughs) even says on the the track Stan, um, I I, I say that shit for clowning, dog, how fucked up is you? He's talking about... When he's talking about Stan's... um, and did all that stuff to his when he drove off a car over in the trunk yeah, and everything yeah, yeah. and he's talking about like someone made it made him feel sick that someone would do that actually do that he just talks about it clowning 
So, do you yeah. know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? It's like... It's I know what you're saying. Thing. I don't agree with it, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, that's I... him, but that's him saying... I mean, he after he made that track, he remarried Kim. Oh, he got married to Kim. You know that, right? No. Yeah, yeah. He I, did, I wasn't aware of that. Kim after he made the track called Kim. Does that make everything all right? Well... He obviously didn't hate her as much as he made out. <laughs> you mean he still made the record in the first place, and I just think... Yeah, yeah and she sued the fuck out of him for it. Did she? Yeah. Have you read his her autobiography or something? I, I was a big Eminem fan. Were? So you think he's shit now? I think he made a lot of dead shit. And what are your views on the Machine Gun Kelly uh, comeback video? I thought M... Oh, get out of here. I thought M... <laughs> so you M kind of roasted him on, uh, on the way back. Yeah. I didn't listen to the first track until after Machine Gun Kelly put the track out. Machine Gun Kelly kills it, to be fair. Um, I don't know I've if I've ever he's... heard him before, ever. Really? Yeah, I'd never heard of him before. I don't know why he was wandering around with a bowl of cereal. He just made his name, to be honest. Nah, yeah, he, nah, he was the next M. Eminem. Yeah. Because he was a skinny white guy who rapped real fast. Right. And I didn't like him either. No. Um, because exactly, for exactly the same reasons, he was just... We, do you know what? I'd, I'd really like... Really <laughs> I'd really like... Twister. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love remember, to... remember, that was a genuine thing, though. When Twister came out on... That, like, that... Uh, uh, what's the Luther Vandross? That's a great fucking track. Um, um, oh, man. Yeah. The Kanye Jews. Yeah. Slow Jams. Slow Jams, of course, yeah. Unbelievable. But, like, hip-hop... James Fox, wasn't it? Such a simpler time back then. Mm, like was. we were so like so like naive to this shit as well. Yeah. And people generally lost their shit because this guy could say a hundred words a minute and no one could hear one of them. And we were like, this shit is the bomb. But what got me is Buster Rhymes have been doing that for years. <laughs> So that's all we've got time for today. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in and we will catch you next time. Bye.